Hello and welcome back to episode 3 of the Domestic Cricket Podcast by Backyard Sports. I'm your co-host Sam and beside me is... Caleb Lane. And Great to be back. Um, new episode of the Domestic Cricket Podcast. Uh, there's a bit to talk about today. Um, we'll be reviewing the 2019-2020 Marsh Sheffield Shield as well. Um, stay tuned, it's going to be a uh, ripping episode this week. So on to the first segment of the podcast as usual. The latest news in the domestic cricket world. Yep. It's um, quite a bit, bit actually, um, surprisingly. So we'll go to the first story. Um, which is Siddle mulling offers but keen to stay at Victoria. So uh, it's uh, there's been some uh, revelations revealed that um, Peter Siddle, the 35-year-old veteran, Australian test legend, obviously with the hat-trick on his birthday, who could forget that? is uh, being offered, still getting offered plenty of money to uh, travel uh, to different states and play for their sides in the Sheffield Shield. He's, um, so he's, he's retired from Test Cricket, obviously, and 35, he's still going strong, and the Victorian, for life, may well be on the move to, I believe, Tasmania's offered him. Or WA. And WA as well. Um, it's interesting. I would not expect him to. Oh, he's obviously still got it. He's a great bowler still. He still was selected in the Australian um, Test squad last summer. So he obviously has. Uh, it's still in the eyes of the Australian selectors. But um, yeah. So it's um, interesting to see that he's still getting offered. Um, but it uh, shows how. Valuable he still is in the Australian domestic cricket uh, scene. So on to the next story coming out of the domestic scene. Um, Alex Carey justifies his test height with Red Bull Rise. Yes. Uh, Alex Carey sat down with an interview with uh, Andrew Ramsey from Cricket Australia and he's discussed how uh, he has uh, risen in recent times uh, with Red Bull batting form um, as... Well, he's probably the next option uh, when Tim Payne retires for the Australian Test keeper batsman. Um, a few other options out there as well, um, but I think Carey's been—he's probably at the top of the list—and um, he's uh, thanked his uh, ex now ex Redbacks coach uh, Jamie Siddons, um, the winning captain of the 1995-96 Sheffield Shield side. He's um, finally called it a day at. Um, in the, at the red ba- Redbacks helm as uh, head coach. Um, obviously, just the lack of success for the team in recent years has uh, probably brought that upon him. So, yeah. We'll now be wrapping up the Marsh Sheffield Shield 2019-20 season. And yeah. what a season it was. One that will probably... Not be forgotten due to the circumstances surrounding the last round and the final, obviously being postponed. And um, New South Wales declared winners, rightfully so, uh, after they, well, it's, I've got the ladder up here. They were on 50.76 points. Uh, the next on the ladder was Victoria with 38.53. So they were well ahead and um, three wins ahead of the next side. So uh, deserved. Uh, champions of the 2019-2020 uh, Sheffield Shield season. So, um, 
we got the stats up here. Uh, I don't get how Moses Henry says he's got Matthew the top player. Doesn't like how. Yeah. So we've got the so stats up here. The top ten uh, run scorers. Uh, number one's Nick Madison, seven hundred and eighty. Um, and Moses Enriquez down at ninth. Uh, they've both played the same amount of matches, seven. So uh, as we uh, discussed, I think episode one. Uh, we were quite shocked and um, appalled, really, how Moses Henriquez and Nick Manson were grouped together as Sheffield Shield joint players of the season. Obviously, Henriquez is captain, and, um, well, I don't think he bowled much this season, if at all. Um, I know he was planning on, in the last round, trying to um, really uh, push for a uh, case for selection of a now-cancelled Bangladesh tour. Um... But, yeah, it's uh, surprising. Uh, number two on that list was the Tom, Tom Cooper. Cooper. Uh, he's uh, a mainstay. He's been uh, consistent for a good decade now, I'd say, for South Australia. The uh, former captain of the Netherlands. So, um, yeah, you wouldn't think there'd be a Dutch player uh, uh, number two on the Sheffield Shield leading run scorers list, but he sure is. Uh, following him is Sean Marsh. What a season, not just in the Sheffield Shield, but in the Marsh Cup and also Big Bash. And then Cameron Green, a surprise package. The uh, all-rounder started out in, uh, on his debut, batting eight or nine from memory. Uh, worked his way up to number six, so I think maybe even number five. 699 runs. Um, quite the breakout season. And uh, we've got people like Shane Warner already dubbing him as... Uh, a future Australian player. And then obviously with the likes of Dan Hughes, Weverald, Alex Doolan, Joe Burns, and uh, the young gun Daniel Solo uh, uh, finishing out the top 10 uh, leading run scorers. Uh, so moving on to the leading wicket takers. Now we had Tom Cooper um, for South Australia on the batting list, the Dutch international, uh, international sorry. Uh, leading the Sheffield Shield wickets list is Cameron Gannon, the USA representative. I hope I'm not wrong, but I have inside sources that tell me he actually represented USA in May due to his mother being uh, a Native American. Obviously not a Native American, but a uh, American citizen, born and raised there, I believe. Uh, so I know Cameron Gannon's a uh, huge baseball fan and... Um, Yes, he actually represented USA, and um, it's been his breakout season, really. Uh, 38 wickets, five ahead of the next uh, equal second, which was Michael Nisa and uh, Wes Agar, another breakout season. Peter Siddle, justifying why he's still being offered contracts at the ripe old age of 35 with 32 wickets. Uh, Chad Sayers um, came back after a horrific back injury, I believe. and then Jackson Bird, them two, Sayers is third, and you could even say Nisa. They would be up there with the most unlucky Australian cricketers. Um, for them to not play as much test cricket as they have is really, really surprising. But it's um, hard to get into that Australian bowling lineup with Lyon, Stark, Cummings, and Hazelwood. Uh, rounding out the top 10, Mark Steckerty, Matthew Kelly. Trent Copeland and Harry Conway. So, um, yeah, uh, a few uh, new names up there, but a few the uh, 
the uh, mainstays in uh, in terms of leading wicket takers are up there as well. So yes, yeah, so that is the uh, stats from the Sheffield Shield season. Uh, that was um, uh, New South Wales eventually declared winners, as I said before, and. Um, it's a shame we couldn't have a final. Uh, it was meant to be played at uh, Wollongong's North Dalton Park, and uh, I was. Um, yeah, you really love that ground. Oh, uh, that's that's probably my favourite ground. I've been there for every Shepherd Shield game they've played there, and obviously, as I'm a huge Tasmanian Tigers fan, I was uh, checking the ladder uh, anxiously in round nine, seeing if they still have a chance. They did, and. Um, Obviously, round 10 got cancelled, which uh, took away the hopes of Tasmania playing New South Wales at my favourite ground, North Dalton Park in Wollongong. And I tell you what, I was very close to uh, booking accommodation. I was looking at the uh, cheapest accommodation in Wollongong. I'm not even joking. To uh, watch all uh, To days. probably, I'd probably go down after school on Friday and then stay Friday night, Saturday night, maybe even Sunday night, come back Monday morning for the first three days. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I was very close to booking accommodation. So I mean, it's a shame, but uh, the rightful winners were declared, and I think everyone's pretty happy with how it. Um, obviously not happy with how it turned out, but uh, with how uh, correct the decision was to uh, award New South Wales the uh, Sheffield Shield title, their first since 2013-14, when they defeated Western Australia Manuka Oval in Canberra. So episode three's story of the week is a heartwarming one. Uh, take it away, Sam. So Moses Henriquez and his wife, Krista, have started a great initiative aimed to help the most vulnerable during the COVID-19 pandemic. So basically, they've started up an app, I believe, is it? Yeah, I think it is an app. Called Cart Buddy. Basically, it's a home delivery service that brings supplies and essentials to those who are most susceptible to leaving yeah. their homes. So, so like the elderly and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's I a assume. great initiative. So, New South Wales captain and ACA border member Moses Henriquez says his wife, Krista, came up with the idea because she wants to help those who could be affected by COVID-19, especially during these times, with people to have to isolate with elderly yeah so who was it quite the story i think i've read um steve smith even um put his hand up to uh be one of the delivery men along with curtis patterson and a few of the other new south wales blokes so it says basically any player i've asked to in to be involved in there has put their hand up which is a nice thing of them to do there are guys like Sean Abbott, Nick Larkin, Curtis Patterson, Steve mm. Smith has even said they're keen to do it. So Yeah, it's a great initiative. Um Yeah, showing that um they may not be playing cricket at the moment that they can still bring a little spark to the community. Um so it's very nice of uh Krista Henriquez, I believe I believe they're married. Maybe not. I uh apologize if uh I'm incorrect, but um Yes, it's a great great idea, very thoughtful, and um, hopefully will help out a lot of people. The classic match of the week. Yes. Uh, sticking with uh, my favourite venue as discussed in the previous segment, North Dalton Park in Wollongong. 
Uh, we'll be discussing a match that the uh, Backyard Sports team uh, actually went to as a collective unit, as we like to say, in Backyard Sports. Um, it was Tasmania versus New South Wales uh, back in the 2016-17 Sheffield Shield season. Uh, it was a round eight clash from memory. Um, and George Bailey memorably uh, scored 200. Uh, and what a knock it was. Um, good crowding. I'm just going to get up the scorecard now to uh, refresh my memory. Uh, so... New South Wales first innings, uh, 253 all out. Ed Cowan made 115. Tom Malenko picked up four for Tasmania. Then 490 runs were put on the board in Tasmania's uh, first innings, basically cancelling out a New South Wales win. George Bailey, 200 not out. And uh, the New Zealand, the tall New Zealand leg spinner, uh, off spinner, sorry, for New South Wales. Will Somerville picked up five for 99. And then the rain, it came, and boy, did it come. Uh, I do not know how they even got day three playing ahead. There's, uh, you can probably look it up online. There was a photo of a, uh, it was a comparison of 9 p.m. after day two. Uh, basically, the whole oval was completely drenched underwater. And then at 9 a.m. on day three, it was perfectly fine. So great drainage for a... Um, ground that hasn't hosted first-class cricket yet. They've had a few one-day cup matches, but it was uh, great stuff from the uh, groundsman. Uh, I believe his name is Lionel... I forget Kevin? his last name. Lionel is the uh, head curator there. Um, obviously. Yes. Um, uh, and it was a great event uh, organised by the Wollongong Cricket Council, Cricket New South Wales, and of course Cricket Illawarra. Um, uh, I think it ended up getting 2,900 in the end for two and a half days play. So uh, it ended up being a draw of a match. But uh, that is the classic match for this week's episode. Going to be it for the third episode of the Domestic Cricket Podcast. Since this is our third episode on the Podbean app, we are able to put the podcast on Spotify now, which is going to be a lot easier for people to access it uh, most people have Spotify nowadays, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Yep, and um, if you're keen to find out more information about the Domestic Cricket Podcast, as well as some funny content and some match simulations, we know there's no sport on at the moment, but we're trying our best to uh, make our own matches. Um, uh, check out the Backyard Sports Instagram page, Backyard Sports Official, no capitals, no spaces, for all your good sporting content and uh, behind the scenes of the account that has brought you this fantastic podcast, the Domestic Group Podcast. So uh, we hope to catch you next episode. Uh, We hope you're listening to this on either Podbean or Spotify, uh, however you're listening. Uh, We thank you for your time and your uh, listening uh, attention. so, yep, that's the end of the episode. Uh, catch you uh, next Tuesday for episode four. See you later.